0: Three, two, one. Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape!
1: Another down! Do not relent! Straight to the Scarlet Halls and on the salty streets of Beralis. I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. I'm Aaron, Fire Mage
2: Extraordinaire and Horrid Punching Bag.
1: And this is Episode 8 of Do Not Relent. What is y'all boys doing while wow this week? You guys doing anything cool?
2: Um. Well, admittedly, most of my week was getting ready for the raid. We are in full raid mode, so you know I was out there trolling for potions, getting materials, stuff like that, trying to up my eye level to get to get that raid. Although we've been, I mean. I, it's just normal right now, but we've been doing pretty well, so...
1: Hell yeah, we have.
2: We just raided last night, and we got to the point that we made it to last week in one night, so I think that we are pretty good. We're looking at almost a full clear on normal this week, and it's only the second one in,
1: which is exciting. We are balling out on the Zara lore. Mm-hmm. Eating them asses. <laughs> Eating them troll asses.
2: Oh yeah. god, please no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Show me that back toe, though.
3: <laughs>
2: so Im- immune. What did you do this week?
3: So yeah, the same. Um, you know, we, as you said, are in full swing and raid. Uh, other than that, I did my normal like daily things, like emissaries, uh, slide, and I ran a, a few more mythic plus. And, and then we all did a little bit of alt leveling too. I started uh, my void elf warlock so i'm excited about that one i actually really like um affliction
2: mm, Uh-oh.
1: someone has to <laughs> yeah aaron the, aaron the affliction hater over here <laughs>
2: well you know i did a hundred solid alone levels of affliction void elf leveling and it wasn't my favorite but i had to do it for the uh the rp of it all.
1: Are we ever going to see good old N- Nistachia? Good old she, uh
2: She got T-Mogged into her heritage armor, and she probably sat there for four months. Then I did move her to the Dwarven district before logging her out. And give me a couple years, and maybe I'll make it to the portal to Boralis.
3: Oh, well, someday. I mean, I've only leveled ten levels on mine so far, and I like it, but that, granted, that is only ten levels, so I guess I'll get back to you guys when I make it to the top.
1: Slide, what did you do on WoW this week? Uh, Let's see. I ran a... I think it was a 6 key Mythic Plus. So, kind of getting back up there. Got Mm -hmm. a nice 395 cape uh, in my Mythic cache, but I already have um, a 400 cape, so it was kind of useless. I've been doing Lunar Festival stuff, because I want to get my Violet Proto Drake. My Violet Proto Drake for the what a long strange Hey what up? It's journey.
2: me, it's Violet Drake. Proto Jake. What's going on, bro? <laughs> no. You d- you down to toss the pigskin? skin?
1: No, his name's Drake. It's him, dude. He's ready to Hello, hang out. Bro. Where's Josh? God plan. <laughs> Where is Josh? Uh, but yeah, I've been working on that. That one seems pretty easy to do. Like all you have to do is go to various cities and dungeons and I'm a mage, so I could get anywhere I need to pretty easy. Um Raided. Oh, well, right before we recorded, I was doing the Drustfar Emissary quest, and I was just waiting for the big stupid Soul Goliath to spawn, so I could start bopping him, and the Sparrow Druid attacked me. So I'm fighting the Sphero Druid. I was winning, but he started to heal himself, so I was like, oh shit, oh shit, this is bad. He was wrecking me, so I, I ice-blocked, and as I'm ice-blocking, an enemy rogue had pulled Soul Goliath and had pulled, like, about 45 tiny adds over the pharaoh druid and all the aggro went to the pharaoh druid because the rogue went invisible so mm. this pharaoh druid who was waiting for me god ice flock got stampeded by a wave of enemy mobs that d- killed him like they killed him and i was able to sneak out of my little ice block and run away like he had to be <laughs> so pissed off that he, like he would have had me if if this rogue wouldn't have pulled the mob of enemies over his over his body and just trampled him to death like it was it was great, and I'm excited about that. Obviously, yeah
3: i I saw the <laughs> the end of this, and I was I I like was captivated. I couldn't leave through my to see and I I'm impressed that Slide was able to pull that off, and he got ten honor for it, which I think is a lot. I've never seen
1: double digits from one kill. Well, I was screaming because I was like, "I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die!" And I <laughs> blocked, and then I was saved by stampeding. Ed- horde of just enemies so thank you soul goliath you're my homie out there i love you <laughs> so i guess we can talk about the raid since we've all been doing it together um mm-hmm. we we made it farther on thursday we how many more bo- how, many, how many more bosses did we down three yeah mm-hmm. i think since uh- our last uh recording we downed
3: three more, yeah. So we talked about how we were just kind of making it to the fight against the people who channel the power of the Loa. I forget the name of that
1: fight. It's Conclave, uh, Conclave
2: of the Chosen, I believe, is what they're called.
1: So we made it to Conclave last time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this week,
3: I mean, this weekend and the end of last week, we downed them. Um, and this this week we kind of had a different team like we had a different tank we had we were down a healer different dps so it was still impressive that we were able to clear as much and as fast and as easily as before
2: and we and we made it to my favorite or i have yet to see it but i imagine that it'll be my favorite boss uh blockade the (laughs) the the boss picture of it is a boat
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i actually i haven't watched any videos about blockade but I, i was watching uh methods uh stream of the net blockade because they're currently blockaded at blockade and it that fight seems crazy and i'm not sure how i feel about it i just saw like a big sea giant like punching the boat and i don't know if that's mythic only or heroic only or i'm hoping that we we don't get to see that <laughs> on our, our normal runs so it looks like the fight is on a boat on a boat like the horde
3: like take the boat and then there's these two um like storm song people that summon various things along the boat, and you have to face face them.
1: Oh, the sa- the tide
3: sages, right? Yeah, the oh, tide that's, sages. That's yeah. cool. That does
2: make sense, because yeah, the tide sages are major friends of the alliance, so they would call upon the water. What is that? Water. What is the main
1: the main tide sages' name? Brother Joseph, brother something. Pike, brother Pike. Yeah, brother Pike. Brother Pike can get it, like. He's he's my real homie, and he's also a sexy old man. Also, maybe a few <laughs> weeks down the line, he'll be our sexiest NPC. But yeah, anyway, so we we cleared Conclave. Uh, that fight seemed okay. It gets, I think, pretty crazy at the end. I guess I mean, you are you are our resident healer. How was healing that fight at the very end? I mean, the worst part of it
3: is that we don't have enough dispels to deal with how many people get silenced and it's a big silence too how long is that like i've never been hit with it but it's 30 like 30 seconds. seconds right yeah so mm-hmm. i i don't know i can only mass the spell like once every like 20 seconds or whatever so unless everyone's grouped up and i don't think it is centered on any one person just four random people so that's hard um that's the worst part of it. And then whenever we have to go and stand under the bird and we take a lot of raid-wide damage. But
1: I think we've kind of gotten it down now. Yeah, I think we have it. We have it pretty smoothly. Uh Aaron, mage to mage, how often do you spell steal Paku's aspect from you?
2: Um, you know what? I I try and do it every time that I can see it, but also I usually like to focus down one creature at a time. So I'll spell steal and it's not until like 10 seconds later I realize like oh there's 17 other mobs in here that has that same thing. I should do my job and spell steal them all. But also spell steal is weirdly the only thing on a fire mage that does mana burn. So I can only do it 4 times before I'm out of mana. And yeah, I, I, I think it's really think it's fun. really weird to be that way as a fire mage.
1: Yeah, I think it's fine to let them have it if they're going to die, but you get mm-hmm. that nice buff. But like because like I was doing it as arcane and I'm like, oh, God, like I'm already I'm already so mana starved that pressing this button changes my whole like rotation and how I'm conserving my <laughs> mana because it's like it eats up so much mana. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the and they other viewers a couple can... seconds later.
3: Yeah, some of the other healers can also dispel them. I can as well, if I remember. But I have other things to be worrying
1: about. <laughs> yeah, you have to keep us alive. <laughs> you have other things to look at. Um, so speaking of of nasty troll back toes from earlier, we Ooh. got to meet. We got to meet the the king of Hearthstone. As, as far, because like as far as we know, as alliance, we've only really ever seen them in Hearthstone, right? We haven't encountered Rastakan in the world. As alliance, yeah, that's raid, very right?
2: true. He he's never left Ataldazor, as far as I can tell. This is the first time we're all meeting him.
3: Yeah, so, so, so as alliance, subsequently,
2: we subsequently don't not meeting him.
1: Yo, he he, I mean, he gave us probably the most troubles. I would say a little bit more than opulence. Would you guys agree or disagree? I'm. Hmm. I mean, I
3: want to say I agree, but I think that. Now that we know what we're doing, I think it's easier and faster fight than opulence. Or maybe they're
1: about the same.
3: But I think it's really interesting Um, the Rastacon fight. Slide, you and I both go into the other phase, right?
1: Yeah, I think Aaron was in there on the first time too, right? You were in the in the Deathgate phase against Mr. Bombswomdy.
2: Yeah, they like to um <clears throat> they like to have me in there, I guess, because I can move around and I don't know. Like, because I have Scorch, so technically I don't need to stop. Although Scorch does like half a bit of damage, so it doesn't really help, but uh, it counts.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, like, and if you have Combustion, you use you, you Scorch anyways for that. So then that, mm-hmm. that kind of makes it a little bit easier. I'm in there as an Arcane Mage trying to dodge about 50 ghostly death orbs, and I'm like, I can't move. If I move, if I take one step, I ruin everything. <laughs> I need to keep the Scorch. This, this, rotation pristine and perfect but i think once we figured out like the death gates and how we place them it got a lot easier (laughs) because our gates were like way off in the distance like in no man's land because did you know that when a little ooze hits the death gate it goes into the real world i didn't know that until recently
3: yeah so that's why it's good that we started placing them kind of like in a square and then we can kind of like stand in the center of it so that less balls go there
2: yeah it's A lot of the Rosticon fight is just Lin being my brig brother and telling me what to do. (laughs) Like I understand. He's throwing you in the brig. Yeah, like I understand things that he needs me to do, but it's just like, growl. Can you uh, run through three balls? And it's like, I mean, I guess I don't really know what it does for me, but I'll do it for you. (laughs) He's like, get in there. (laughs) Yeah, because
3: like I never really understood how many stacks or whatever we're supposed to have before we go through the gate. Um, I'm sure there's a number that Lynn's looking for, but I don't even know where to see that number, mainly. so I don't, yeah, Yo, he's, I don't even he's, check he's told stacks.
2: me He's told me to go through at 15. He's told me to go through at, like, 30, at, like, 3. I'm just like, hey, if you tell me to go,
1: I'll go, I guess. Yeah, I never look at them, because I'm like, well, Lynn's going to tell me, so I'll just keep firing Arcane Blast, Arcane Blast, Arcane Blast, and mm-hmm. that's that's fine. You know
2: what? The, the, the biggest, my biggest part of that fight, though is that Bwonsamdi leaves Rastakhan at what I would consider a very early juncture. Like, it'd be one thing if Rastakhan was left when he had, like, 5% life left, and it's like he makes fun of him as he dies. But he leaves, and
1: Rastakan still has, like, five minutes to that fight, maybe. Yeah, and even at that point, when Bwonsamdi leaves, he has, like, 60% health. Like, he's not even that done yet. Yeah, (laughs) It's like, what are you doing? But also, oh my god, is it so satisfying to just blast Bonswamdi with my attacks after all the taunting he did when we died in uh, that continent. Zandalar. Oh <laughs> my god. It, just so, it felt so good to just smack him. Does,
3: does Bonswamdi give you guys like class-specific um, yes, like, taunts? I guess
2: that blink didn't take you too far.
3: Yeah, like whenever yes, I uh, it's a, it's die,
2: like your invisibility right now, didn't it?
3: <laughs> yeah, when I die, he's like, "Ooh, a priest." I'm
1: like, he just makes fun I'm of like, you. Fuck class. you, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, it's not even it's clever. Like, it's just like, yeah, he's just being mean at that point.
2: <laughs> Ooh, your name's immunization. Yeah, That's it's like, and then he dumb. sometimes
1: he like tries to cut a
3: deal with me if I want to become like a priest for him. And then Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I don't know if that's in my best interest, considering the last person that you made a deal with is dead now. (laughs) It's definitely not. And then Talanji gets that big
1: spooky skeleton hand. I'm excited to see what happens with that. Speaking of Rastakhan, we can talk about the the differences between uh, the Horde and Alliance when they enter that room. Oh, yeah, because yeah. when we first enter, you know how there's that,
3: like, interaction where Gen is speaking with Rastakhan?
2: Mm-hmm. and he's essentially, like, turn yourself in, and then Rosticon gives him an eight-minute speech about how he'll never do it, and he's like, okay, well, I didn't want to do this. Hey, mister, yeah. come with
1: us, please. Hands behind your back.
3: Yeah, so I guess you know how when we become Horde, it's, like, Anduin and the people on the boat who are, like, retelling it to us what happened when mm-hmm. we were busy fighting Rastacon. so similarly for the um horde they have somebody tell them and i think this is blizzard's way of saying that the person who's telling you has like a different like way to view it than how it actually may have happened because they when the horde do this scenario as as the alliance and they're being told about
1: it the, the dialogue is different
2: do we know do it's... we know what is said that makes it different? oh yeah
1: it's drastically different. Like, so I don't know who Otoy is. Oh, no, this is the guy who's like telling the story. Uh, but what happens is for the horde, I guess Gen walks into like the temple and he says, King Rastakan of Zandalar, I order you to submit. You will bow before your new master, King Anduin Rin, and you will deliver your daughter to us as a hostage. In what world <laughs> did what? Any of this happen? <laughs> hey, by the way give us your fucking daughter dude she's hot hand her over like, <laughs> what uh and then like rassakan kind of just like from their side is like you in exile without a homeland you dare invade these sacred halls and it's kind of like more of the same but at the very end like what what gen says for the horde uh he says so be it heroes of the alliance strike him down no mercy for this savage. It's like, wait a wow. second. <laughs> yeah, it's like
3: for us, he was like, well, it looks like you forced our hand. We're going to have to
1: <laughs> do this now because you won't cooperate. <laughs> and the horde's just like, give us your land and your girls. Like, what? what? <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's 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 a fun way to kind of keep like the Horde alliance uh fuel burning.
2: Mhm. And and e- each side unless I mean unless they metagamed and they looked it up would not know that that wasn't 100% what happened. Even though in my opinion the uh, the Horde centric ones it seems silly, but I guess it's because I know the actual alliance people more.
1: It almost seems like like, a caricature, like, from the Horde side. It seems like it's mm-hmm. too, like, <laughs> crazy to believe. Like, give us your daughter. Like, what would we do <laughs> with her? I mean, honestly, probably just put her in the stockade, like all others.
2: <laughs> I mean, and then I guess she out. was...
1: Oh, no, yeah, because she was in the stockade. Like, we, we already had her there, remember? <laughs> so I guess give her back. She's on bond. But yeah, after we finished rastakon we moved on to probably the most heartbreaking fight that none of us wanted to have to go through. I try Aaron, to lay I'll down you every about...
2: time it happens.
1: <laughs> I do lay down whenever it happens. I do slash sleep. <laughs> and I don't move from my
3: stairs. I like how this week before the fight, we all spent a few minutes trying to figure out how to make ourselves not look like Dirty Horde. Before the fight,
1: <laughs> yeah, so... I,
2: I was willing to be an Arakoa for that fight. <laughs> I, di- I didn't want to be a gross troll.
1: Yeah, so we made it to the point to where we're fighting from the horde perspective, and we had to fight our king, our high tinker Mechatork, and it's just—it's so hard. It's so hard.
2: Calvin.
1: Although I—I I
2: will say I mentioned it before. At the end of that fight, you blow up his suit, and he goes like uh oh like situation critical and he goes away in a silly little pod which i'm like oh he's in a silly little pod and then when you go back home Anduin's like i can't believe gelbin is fucking dead we saw his dead body smushed on the ground i'm like he no, he kind of flew away with a big propeller machine i think was actually kind of whimsical i think what
3: happened is he like has an emergency
1: button that put him in this like cryo freeze pod right Wait, but did you guys did you get do you guys know what the pot is called though? I am going like, to now find uses, out. It's it's uh it's his PLOT armor that helps him escape.
2: Stop. It's literally <laughs> what it is. It's
1: called it's called Plot the Plot armor, but <laughs> I don't know what it stands for. Uh it's somewhere in the data mine text, but I Oh, it's it's his... I found it. It's his proto-layered optimal titan armor. (laughs) It's like some, like, (laughs) kids-next-door shit. I'm I'm glad that we don't actually have to kill Mechatork. That fight has so many cool mechanics to it, though. But let's start off with the important things. How do you guys feel about your hot new race and your hot transmog that comes with it as a member of the Horde?
2: Uh, I'm gonna let Immune... Because I have just as uh, powerful as emotions, but I'm going to let Immune start with this one.
3: Okay, so everyone knows that I hated playing Tauren because it feels so slow. They talk so slow. Everything is so slow. They're just so big and clunky and slow. And I tried. It was the first thing I ever tried to play a, a Torin Priest, but I couldn't do it because walking around Mulgore as this giant slow thing felt like ages and now i'm just getting triggered again in this raid where i have to like slowly move around the instance and try to take down our high tinker no i don't think so and then i just... okay another thing i never thought i would say this i want light of the naru back like ever since they buffed it it's actually pretty decent so i want that i don't care about this war stomp thing give me lighter than aru back and the t-mog is bad i mean i know all of us kind of match right like we have like the same tabard and like similar looking outfits mm-hmm. It's like supposed to be like a horde army set but no i spend so long to make myself look good feel good play good so i don't want this I don't want anything about this.
1: I think the Tabards are actually different. Because when we were all Horde, I was looking around and I noticed that we're all wearing different Tabards. And I, Tabards, I don't think that they're the ones associated with our race. But I guess I don't know the Horde ones very well to know any better. But it's also funny because Immune playing a Tauren Priest is, like, it almost killed WoW for him completely. Like, when we first started playing, we, we were both playing Horde. And we were playing together, but he hated how slow Torn felt. Like they're not actually slower, but he felt that, that that they moved so slow that he literally stopped playing WoW for six months. And during that six months, I swapped to Alliance to wait for him so I could just see what, what was happening on the Alliance. And then I, <laughs> I fell in love with the Alliance. So it's it all comes back. You're, you're back in the body that you hated a three. Four or five years ago? Yeah, yeah it's been that.
2: like four years since the holy cow fiasco almost ended Immune's career.
1: <laughs> but
3: I guess you guys are welcome because we are in the better faction now. Oh, mm-hmm. You're
1: gonna you're gonna make our, our 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 twelve listeners mad. Please don't don't hate us. <laughs> don't please don't don't. I don't know us. who
3: you're lying to here. I feel like we've been a pretty blatantly alliance podcast here. Yeah, but
1: shh, we have to tone it down if you're gonna hate us more.
2: No, I, I, I play I play the fool in my other day job. I'm here. I'm all about the Alliance. <laughs> so tell me wait, about it. Will embrace. ain't here. He can't censor me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so uh, that's
1: what's happening on, on Heroes Callboard? He's telling you, shh, you can't say that. This is a horde podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I won't say yes or no. Um,
2: yeah, I get to be, through some miraculous math, get to be a lady troll and lady troll animations are almost non-existent because they are so dainty they don't i i miss my worgen like you you throw your arm back and you wind up a baseball and yet throw the shit out of that thing every time you throw a fireball nope this you hold a small fireball in front of like half bent arm and then when you toss it you slightly bend your elbow. I'm like, wow. It <laughs> yeah. almost, it, almost it, it, it feels smooth, like when you play Nightborn in that one dungeon back in Legion. But it wasn't fun. <laughs> like, I almost forgot, if, if a fireball didn't fly out of my hand, I wouldn't know that I had even cast it.
3: Yeah, I wasn't too thrilled with the Toran animations either. I guess maybe I've just gotten so used to, you know, the Draenei ones, because that's what I've been seeing for the last few years. But yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So slide, you are probably the only one that is slightly all right with it. How's the uh, how's the Gabo life?
1: I when so back in maybe like a year ago, me and the boys, these two, we uh, went on a quest to please one of our horde friends by making horde characters, and we leveled them to from one to one ten, or is it one twenty? Well, it was one twenty, right? No, uh, I think it was one ten. No.
2: no, it was it was 110. it was, was one ten it was From it one was, to
1: 110 it was before, ah, yes.
2: yeah it was to run burning throne with him
1: and we did it before the exp changes came through so it was labor of love it was hard and I it was an a goblin so like I'm not too perturbed by it like I kind of like being able to do the the soldier boy dance whenever I want to but um I, it's very negligible but I feel like I notice it because the racials change I'm an arcane mage and I'm a gnome and one of the gnome racials is that I get 5% more mana as a gnome. So, as arcane, mana is everything. Like, I'm draining mm-hmm. mana, I'm burning and conserving. And I, I feel like I actually... I probably don't notice it, but in my head, I feel like I notice that Like, I have less mana that I have to work with. But um,
2: don't worry, you have Rocket Belt.
3: Yeah.
1: Little Rocket I, Belt. I, I, <laughs> so... Do you get two rocket belts, then, since you're an engineer as a as a gnome? Oh, so rocket belt for a goblin is different than rocket belt for engineer. As an engineer, I, I just get to run really fast. But for goblin belt, goblin belt, for a goblin, is you get to fire off a rocket and hit the enemy. And then there's goblin jump, which lets you, like... It's like, the, it's like a worse blink. <laughs> you, like, <laughs> kind of just go, eh, and you shoot... Kind of like twenty yards ahead of you, (laughs) so I I didn't use either of those abilities because I'm like, well, I don't know. I had on my bars, I just never pressed the button to use them. But yeah, I think it's fine. My animations I don't notice because like they're both kind of small guys. (laughs) They're both wearing cloth and whatever. The the arcane animations you don't really see, anyways. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's literally just me going eh and pushing my hand forward, and that's it. (laughs) Arcane's kind of lame, but I love the damage, so I'll take it. But yeah, so so on normal, we, we get shrunk down and we have to get inside these robots, and there are colors colors ab- above our head that people have to call out. And on last Thursday it was hectic because everybody was calling out yeah, everybody I, else's <laughs> colors.
2: Ever everyone wanted to be the hero, so you would. And also, there's like two to three, or there's two people who jump in them at the same time, so you you're like okay i'm waiting and it's like growl i'm like okay and then it's like low i was like what slide <laughs> <laughs> yellow i'm going to i'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> to I'm die immune growl I mean, red growl, I mean, growl don't red, don't, red. <laughs> yeah, green, green blue
1: <laughs> red red, red uh also i have a bone to pick with you aaron yeah on thursday i got shrunk down for the first time And someone's big, hairy-ass feet blinked on top of me. Excuse
2: me, they wouldn't have been hairy, because I'm forced to be a troll. (laughs) So you you can talk about my scaly, gross blue feet.
1: Okay, some scaly, gross blue feet squished me and almost killed me, because they blinked carelessly onto an already small person. I demand an apology right now on air. One that you will not receive. That's fine, because I also squished you by accident. Yeah. <laughs> I, also did it. I also blinked on you. Using blink on that fight is so dangerous. Like, you will squish so many people. Anything on
3: that fight is so dangerous because you'll squish someone. And let me know. I mean, let it be known. Uh, I, I see whenever people get stomped
1: on because, you know, I have to heal up this massive damage. So stop it, guys. <laughs> I think I think heroic the squish might be like insta kill or like it's a hell of a lot more damage. So I think I think I think you can survive like three squishes. May and no, I think at three squishes you die on normal. I'm pretty sure, but I think Heroic's like one one and a half. You're dead. Uh, so that's gonna be scary. But also on heroic, for the for the robot colors, only the people who are shrunken and in robots can see the other person's colors. So like. There won't be any mass shouting of colors. It's just gonna be like me and you Aaron, except it'll be me and you and two others.
2: But also I was I was thinking about it when we were in there because you you do your three and then there's a kill button. And my my overexcited self, I, I always immediately hit the kill button. but you you can't do that in heroic because if one if someone leaves the robot before the others, they're fucked.
1: Wait, what like, do you mean?
2: Like a ma- okay, so imagine we have to put three buttons in and then the kill button. If I do, if I do my three and then kill my robot, I can't tell you what your third is, unless until someone jumps in there. So that's going to be an added level of coordination. Is like you have to understand even when you finish it, you, 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 you have to kill your robot simultaneously.
1: If that's how that works, I, I honestly love that. Like. That's such a, like a unique, a unique mechanic that we haven't seen ever. I don't think like mm-hmm. it's it's awesome. It's going to mean that immune has to use his, his microphone during raid, and probably you too, Aaron. Honestly, so ah! like, would we just have like set groups of two that would do it together? So
3: like we would easily just be able to do it since we're literally in the same room. We don't even have to like yell over the raid. No,
1: I, I think who he shrinks is random. I don't think mm-hmm. it, he just drinks whoever he wants oh, to. Yeah, true. So it could be like you and Brio, or it could be Aaron, and Rosh. Like you, you like Matt, Like, but that's fine. But like, there's people who don't talk in the raid at all. So like, that's gonna be like <laughs> hectic <laughs> and just it's really gonna be like, fun. Like, I'm excited. Hold up to a second. Out. Let me type up this color and
3: send it into the raid chat.
2: I mean, that's what I literally have to do unless I put my microphone in during Discord because I only communicate via
1: text just unmute it just talk you're going to have to talk <laughs> it's funny cuz whenever whenever immune talks people are always they pause and they're, they're like who who, <laughs> who was that? that and then they go oh right okay yeah so do this <laughs> because you talked last week during Ray, which you you you, you never do
3: yeah cuz like there were things that related to just the three of us healers so i was like i'm just going to say it so that they hear it and then yeah as you said they were, everyone was like silent for a second and they're like oh yeah he can talk. I just
1: don't. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, is that one of the healers or is that some smart ass DPS trying to butt their way in here? <laughs> yeah. So I think that's definitely like the most
3: interesting mechanic in the fight. I feel like other than the robots, it's just like dodging the giant blasts when you have to hide behind the ro— I mean, I hide behind the giant rocks which, and
2: which I, I have to say, I mean, I, I'm not an uh, hashtag Epic gamer or anything but I've seen a lot of people get tagged by that laser. My boy Gelbin sets his feet down, like opens up
1: his arm, goes like, you'll
2: never beat my laser that is coming in this direction.
1: <laughs> Gelbin, just fire it, my man. Don't so,
2: announce it. So for anyone listening to Phoenix Fusion, open your eyes. <laughs> just come on. It's not that tough.
3: Yeah. It gives you a lot of time to leave. Because yeah, it hurts a lot if you get hit by it. And... Yeah, it hurts a lot.
1: <laughs> I was the only person to die in that fight when it happened on Tuesday. And it's because I had to hide behind a rock. And then when it came out, I cast Rune of Power. And I'm like, I'm not leaving this fucking Rune of Power. And I sit on it and I fired. And two like fire lava lines? What, I don't know where they even came from. Uh, the, came the in between me. They came like So, like, I'm in the middle, one came from the front to the left, one came from the back to the right, and I'm like, if I move in any direction, I will die. So I'm gonna stand still, and for some reason, I walked forward, and then I died, because immune didn't heal me <laughs> in time. Okay, well, it's because you're over on the other side of the map by this
3: rock, and you're so far away from everyone.
1: You have a holy pull, you can pull me out of it. I mean, you're probably out of range. It's fine, I, I was, I was, because... I will admit for three fourths of my buttons on the clicker. So my heart my health stone, I don't have bound to any button I can click on on my mouse, so I went to give it a good old fashioned click. And as I was hovering over to click it, I died. If I were just to bind healthstone to one of my keybinds, I think I would never die. <laughs> Cause I think all of my deaths are me. Okay, healthstone, I'm gonna give it a oh, I'm dead. Fuck.
3: Yeah, I mean you have a lot of buttons on there, so you might as well do it i guess but yeah other than the giant blast and the robots the thing that annoys me the most is those um stupid bots that just like kind of awkwardly like stumble around and get in your way and stun you i'm like come on i'm trying to
1: do something here i have cast time god fuck off because they they lock on to somebody right like they lock on to a person and it is i'm going to get you i'm going to get you I don't, and i was I... just
2: I don't know I, if I may throw my hat in the ring. Everyone's like, oh, like, make sure you use your stuns and your CC that I mean, it may be in heroic. They'll move faster. They don't go very fast, so it could also be like, or you could move. You could just yeah, not no,
1: stand pre- there. They're pretty slow, but some people, arcane mages, don't want to have to move for anything in the world. Like I can blink and come back, but I think they lock on. So I always frost nova them just to keep them in place, just to help for whatever. Mm-hmm. So because I never want to have to move. Don't make me move, Aaron. Use that frost nova. Do it for me. <laughs> Please or or for me. me
3: because like I only have approximately two spells that are instant. One is like my one of my big cooldowns, and the other is the shittiest hot in the world that won't heal anyone for shit so
1: also if there was anybody in the raid that i would say needs help on movement fights it's probably immune (laughs) listen up okay i've gotten a little better
2: also this this, this is this is a side note we can keep talking about gelbin but i love the opulence fight because when all the little boys come out i'm like ice nova Ice Nova! <laughs> Big Dragon Head! Like, I hope you you didn't plan to go anywhere!
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that fight is fun because all I do is I cast Arena Power, I Arcane Power, and then I just go, Arcane Explosion! Arcane Explosion! Arcane Explosion! Arcane Explosion! Just over and over again, bam, bam, bam! Like, it's so satisfying. You guys want to know a secret? Oh, no. What? Part of that fight that we're talking about right now and we
3: all stack up together, right? I sometimes... I mean, sometimes basically all of this last week. I instead of healing just did Holy Nova. Hey, that yeah, heals. Yeah, right? it does. I mean, but there, there are, there are definitely better heals. But like that damage.
1: Also, don't let immune distract you from the fact that I said he was probably the worst at movement fights because I was going to do a rundown of movement fights that he's died on <laughs> that have been hard for him. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of them. Hey, uh,
2: <laughs> we 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 all used to be bad.
1: <laughs> I just want to reminisce on the the King Groth fight with the spinning laser. <laughs> and how immune Al- was running in his little drain eye high hoof heels <laughs> trying to figure out which way the laser was gonna go <laughs> because he was put he was put on fireside for um for opulence so he had to experience the cones that were happening for once and the cones we, we were doing so much damage that the cones didn't actually fire off into the very end when the cones are literally half of the room. And then both him and Cynical went down to it. Both of our healers melted to it. And I'm like, it's so hard to learn this fight because we just did so much damage to it. Yeah,
3: and I didn't know which way it was supposed to fire because, as you said, all the rooms leading up to the big one, we did enough damage to skip, so I didn't even have a a preview of what it would be like. And then... I I dodged maybe, like, the first um, four of the five times that he fired it off, and then I noticed that Will was falling behind, so I, like, stopped for a second to, like, put a cooldown on Will so he wouldn't die, and then I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot to move for a second, and then I died, and, well, Will lived.
1: That's right, it was Will's fault. And also, I'm talking all this shit, I think I died every time Immune died on that same fight. Like, like I also died when he died. But I was soul-stoned. (laughs) <laughs> but but the, the best part was that Myth, our our sassy former druid, now demon hunter, was like, guys, just stand behind the boss and you'll be fine. And I was thinking, Myth, that's so obvious. Fuck. Oh, fuck. He's right. Just stand behind the boss. Just Always stand behind him.
2: So I'll have you know, lightning route. No one actually died. We were just slow.
1: I want to be on that fucking lightning round. I want to see that fight. I want... It seems so much easier than som- fireside. Som- sometimes I go and I make a sandwich during it and I just come back and it's like,
0: oh, I'm gonna hit you
2: with lightning. And then I move my mouse slightly and it's like, oh,
1: I missed you. And I go back Nobody to the Nobody ever dies over there. Nobody ever dies in that side. Yeah, nope. as someone
3: who's done both, I can say that the lightning side is probably like,
1: as hard as the other side. (laughs) And, like, Fireside (laughs) isn't really that hard, but if you have a mechanic where the boss is gonna spin and do murderous damage, people will always die. No matter the raid. (laughs) Kinggaroth, uh, Trilliax from Nighthold, like, it's gonna kill somebody. (laughs) Okay, so I think we should talk about things that are really important right now. What's that? that? Okay, so War Mode had some changes happen to it. Uh... Which is, I think, good for overall war mode, but people on the Alliance have taken it to be kind of like a bad thing, which kind of pisses me off. Have you guys heard about this?
3: Yeah. So, first off, the Horde was pissed off because we were getting our 30% bonuses and our 400 eye level gear, and so much so that, like, their top guilds were switching over to the alliance side just to get like this one piece of 400 gear which i think is a little bit of overreacting but yeah
2: with with sassy ass names apparently yeah I the, like, na- the name okay. of their raid group when they switched over was this game is boring
1: it's like then what are you even like why are you doing this like a if, if, if you're doing this for sponsor money naming your guild that is that the best way to get sponsorship money by being dickheads and B, it pisses me off that they're currently winning the Mythic Race. I mean, like, nobody wins it until it's all over. And we're recording this as of Wednesday, the 30th. But I don't know. It just feels like the benefits were not that much better for one go around for 400 for dry level. Yeah, and they probably feel dumb
3: now because as of this week, the bonus went down from thirty percent to fifteen percent and there's no bonus gear.
2: We also we talked about it on Heroes Call board. We mapped it out for the, the average Raider team, they just paid Blizzard, a company whose game they hate, seven hundred it's like seven hundred and fifty dollars just to mm-hmm. get that I level that four hundred eye level piece.
1: Well technically they didn't pay them because they used in game gold to do so. So, right. because they run so many split runs and stuff, I think that I think people said that they actually used gold that they had amassed from other people paying them for runs. So they didn't actually pay any money, but they still paid the equivalent of that much to move characters back and forth. Um, it's just like I don't know. It's weird. I feel like it's not like people are acting like it's like the biggest thing in the world that the alliance percentage went down from 30% to 15%. Like, people on the forums and Reddit are basically being like, oh, I'm alliance and I'm going to turn off war mode because 15% isn't worth it compared to 30%. Because I'm going to keep getting ganked and I'm going to keep dying in the wild. And it's like, you obviously must be new to war mode because if you have on war mode with other people who have it on, you're you're not going to die. Like, the more that have it on, the more safe you are in numbers. Like, it's, it's weird. It's, it's a weird lo- logic to have.
3: Yeah, as
1: Slide was telling me,
3: like, the other day, it's just so weird that these people have the mindset that instead of just doing War Mode to do War Mode or because you enjoyed the world PvP aspect, they did it just because there was an additional piece of gear or some reward. And if that is their whole mindset behind doing this, they shouldn't have ever switched it on to begin with because... That's like, I don't know. It's just so contradictory to what it is in my mind, you know? And
1: like,
2: it's, I it's, understand. it's an ex- it's an experience just as much as it is like a tool, an in-game tool. I mean, I've had mine on the entire time, so I guess I have no other frame of reference. But it's like, I don't, I don't know, I don't go and turn warm Mode on, yeah, to be like, oh, it gives me that extra 15 Azerite points with this group. It's like, no, I want to fight kids. I want to make it interesting. Because running world quests can get painfully uninteresting really fast.
1: And I think, oddly, I think we're in the minority of this group. I think that most Alliance people in War Mode, not most, but I think more—the the the more vocal ones, think that it's only worth it if you get rewards for doing it. Because you're going to have to do corpse walking and have to walk back to your body after being farmed 18 million times. But... It's like that that hasn't happened to us in honestly a while. And if it happens, it's very localized in one area where like a raid is sitting on. And I mm-hmm. haven't encountered very many horde raids. And I've been playing a lot of WoW. So obviously all that we're saying is very anecdotal and like it's only our experiences. But like I feel like you can really tell the difference when like there are shifts. Like when they introduced this 400 like gear it was very clear that so many Alliance had it on because there was never a time when I was outnumbered by horde. I feel like during this past week, it was Alliance camping everything. And it was because everybody wanted that gear. And now that it's off, we're losing like more than the people who had it on for that. People who had it on for the bonus who apparently were a thing in the first place are not like the bonus is low. So I don't want to do it anymore. And like like, yeah.
3: I mean, I was reading that apparently at, the peak Alliance presence. So, like when we were the ones that controlled Tortolan quests, or when we weren't ganked when we were trying to go to Tolt-togor, Um Even in those moments, Alliance was still outnumbered two to one, apparently.
1: Which was a thing that Ian said on the QA live stream. And I need up watching it again because what he said has been misconstrued by members of the Alliance in War Mode to basically be like, Horde are always going to unnumber Alliance. is what people think that he said. Which isn't true. Because it all It's Unfortunately, it's all in kind of like the sharding. But I feel like they fixed a lot of these sharding issues quietly, like two months ago. When all of a sudden, Alliance could quest on the coast of Turtles. And fucking Rotbau. Aaron, do you fucking Bow's cave you can attest, was a nightmare for Alliance since, no, since it was, the expansion it was, began.
2: At least two Hordies would sit in there like it was their goddamn job. They weren't even fighting Rotbau. They were just sitting there and guaranteeing that you that if you tried to get up, they would put you down. It was the because, same yeah. Torin warrior and undead warlock every time... <laughs> Because, you d- yeah, you'd just be ins- trying to get your turtle quest, and all of a sudden you'd say stunned, and you'd be like, excuse me? And you'd see d- Big Larry <laughs> slam into you.
1: <laughs> because, yeah, they're inside, and you're like, okay, maybe I can do this. And then you get sworn by, like, 30 Horde outside that were alerted by the Torn and Undead that said, come on in. Which, all of a sudden, that kind of changed, like a, like, like a month ago, to when the Shards... From my experience, again, it's all anecdotal. Got more balance. I feel like they 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 changed something that made things more bearable for the alliance side, and it just people just seem to like take anything that happens like to like the most negative extreme. It's
3: really odd. But yeah, I think that overall, just for some reason, the way that the alliance people are, they won't. Default to wanting to turn on war mode, which is sad because then you won't ever get to experience the exciting times like Sly just experienced earlier when he like 1v1 that one druid.
1: I think that it boils down to the alliance are just kind of less apt to PvP, uh, like in the world in general, and that the horde it just comes down to like which side you pick and which side you want to PvP in. And I, for some reason, the alliance side just has a less a lesser affinity for it. And when they start having rewards introduced, then people turn it on, but they're only doing it for the rewards and not for, like, the fun and quote-unquote glory that comes with virtual (laughs) killing of the opposite faction. Which, I I guess, is where we differ from some other people in the Alliance. Which is weird. It It feels odd. I think it's how we
3: differ from most people in the Alliance. Because even if you just look at our guild... Like, I swear the three of us are the only three out of any raid group of, like, 20 to 30 people that we go with
1: that have War Mode on. Yo, you're right, though. Like, I was, I, I did some Mythic Pluses, and my boys, Lynn, Honors, Ash, they have, they, have, they have it off because they don't want to have to deal with the inconvenience of being camped. But it's a weird thing where if you turn it off because you don't want to be camped, you kind of help contribute to the overall issue of being camped. Because there's less bodies to stand and fight and back up people who do have War Mode on. It's a really interesting issue that I don't know if Blizzard can actually like get down and fix. Yeah, it seems you, like it's you, too... you, you
2: can't fix people. Like, the, the mindset of people. You can do everything you want to in-game, but in the end it's down to like the, the thoughts of the players. And you can't change yeah. that.
1: And I I do think that with, I think that that they knew what they were doing by having a 400 eye level piece as the reward for PvPing. Because even if you hated the idea of fighting in the world, you would turn it on because you want to get that gear, that that heroic level raid gear on the first week. And I think what they were doing is they wanted to get some people in the alliance to have the taste of blood in their mouth people who are like holy shit this actually is fun like murdering the opposite faction in the world while i'm doing quest doing questing is actually fun and i'm hoping that some people who had it on were like yes i will always keep this on this is a fun way to play the game it's different it's unique it keeps you on your toes at all times so I'm I'm hoping that was what they were doing, and not just kind of being like, what we didn't know was a good idea because having that high of a gear before it drops is smart, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, I hope other people do get to enjoy and come to like War Mode as much as the
1: three of us have. I'm actually curious about how much of War Mode enjoyment is because we do it as a unit. Like, yeah, like we all play solo sometimes, most times, but I feel like when you play it together in war mode, it makes war mode so much more fun because mm-hmm. we know that, like, we have each other to, so, like, be like, hey, whoa, help me out here. Because we always help each other out. Like, what was it? Like, yeah, I'm gonna fly out there to fucking seekers and help you out. Or, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, we'll we'll go here and, like, back you up. So, like, maybe that's part of, like, the core enjoyment is having, like, friends to play with.
2: Yeah, we're kind of adding it. Id- oh, I was gonna sound super fucking lame. We're kind Uh-oh. of at an advantage because we are like IRL friends, which is something folks, yeah, the people who don't do war mode might not have because they're like, yeah, all what what can they do? Put out an all points bulletin on local defense. I'm getting beat up, and then someone comes at them like,
1: <laughs> build the wall. 911 was no. a lie, and it's like, oh no. Yeah, because like if I didn't have you guys as a backup, like I I have as skilled and they move sometimes i i I can mobilize uh like any any like defense chat into making a raid but if that raid begins to die at all they all quit but i know that with (laughs) immune being a healer (laughs) and Aaron being a fire mage we could probably wreck any party of five (laughs) with the three of us so maybe, maybe that's what it is everybody make some friends with a holy priest and a fire mage, and you got it. You'll be fine. <laughs> We've cracked the code. <laughs> just, you don't, you just, don't even
2: have to be a good fire mage. You just have to play it.
1: Just, just do some murdering.
2: I didn't. I didn't turn greater pyroblast on until four to five months into the expansion.
1: Oh my god, it's so good. Mm-hmm. All right, so time warp. I'm Uh, uh,
2: you, you said we were uh, friends and friends don't do that to each other
1: friends make friends take shots that's what uh, my grandma taught me let
3: me go find the Svedka okay so what do you got for us this week slide
1: you guys need to name 13 potentially 13 dungeons for me oh. and these dungeons are from Legion so name the legion dungeons go oh now
2: therion's uh, lair um, um th- d- dark, mo- d- dark something thicker um dark
3: heart thicket um, um uh, ha- halls
2: halls of valor um ber- 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 upper karazhan lower doodoo- karazhan um oh. uh seat of the triumvirate uh, 첫でしょ? Um... Ba, 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 ba. Cathedral of Souls.
3: I think... Cathedral of like the Light. Cathedral of Screams. Maybe. Bahp. Um... um shit. I'm so bad at these time warps. Shit. Oh,
2: We got the one in Valshara. What's the one in... Oh, um... Uh... Heart of... Azeroth. Heart Time's up!
1: So, I do believe that Aaron won that one. Uh... Aaron said Dark Heart Thicket. Halls of Valor natharion's lair and surprisingly sea of the triumphant which i thought n- neither of you would like remember because i, we I ran played it, it like twice <laughs> yeah i played yeah, it we twice. ran like no times i'm surprised you guys did, both... did
2: anyone get cathedral because i only so, read cathedral once
1: so you guys both said cathedral and immune said cathedral of light and aaron said cathedral of Something else?
2: It was it was like a, a, a bad word. I think I said screams or cathedral of souls.
1: Yeah, it, it was souls. So it was ah. cathedral of eternal night is what that one is. Oh. So 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 Aaron got Dicket, Cause of Valor, Natharion's lair, seat, and Immune got Maw of Souls and Carizan. You guys didn't mention uh Black Rock Black Recold, Court of Stars, Eye of Ashara until later. The Arkway, Ball of the Wardens, Violet Hole. Uh, So we named most of the original ones. Yeah, yeah, because they they added in a lot of the ones, which is. I played a lot of the Suramar
2: ones. I hated them. I think my body did me a service and just got rid of them.
1: Corda Stars and the Arkway. Okay, the arcway was the one where that fucking man froze time, right? Yeah,
2: oh, <laughs> where shit. that Wait, became was the a running court. meme of like, I don't want to get lost in time, okay? Yeah,
1: it was like lost in time. So, I mean, that means you can take your shot again. Okay. So let's get the shot well, on the air. Get up this and close to that mic.
3: In a row of me like gagging on a shot
1: on air. Let's go. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, usually, like, I'm not going to cough. I watched his face as his, his eyes bulged, <laughs> and the cough came out of his side. I tried really hard not to. <laughs> so it's not
2: just here at the studio who are uh, having fun with the Devil's Brew. We caught up with Growlina at the Snug Harbor Inn this afternoon. Let's see what she had to say.
0: Listeners at home. Your favorite roving reporter here, with fellow mage and new drinking buddy, Neost. How are you doing today, Neo? Oh you know how it is, just taking it easy. So since we're at the old snug harbor, I gotta ask, what's your drink of choice here? Hmm, my girl Ah yes, a woman of taste. Well I'm sure you've done something shameful when feeling loose on the juice. What's the craziest thing you've ever done while drunk? Like in real life or in the game? This is real life, Neo. I'm unsure of what you mean.
3: Oh, well, um... My friends and I did an entire dungeon drunk once.
0: It was very hard to do. Ah, yes. We've all had our wavy nights before. Well, cheers to you, Neo. And cheers to the audience. Thanks for letting this girl drink on the job
2: well thanks for that growlina it's always nice to know what's happening out in the world of warcraft outside of the studio here
1: and also if you're a new listener or somebody who forgot or just skipped that part growl in the prowl is an actual real life interview conducted by growlina in game with strangers on the streets of borales that are voice acted for your amusement so just remember that these are real ass interviews with real ass other players who are confronted by a worgen. Yeah, so on if all you fours. happen to run into <laughs> Growlina who, on the who, streets, who you,
3: like hit
1: her up for an interview. Who
2: usually usually runs at them in all fours and slash wise? Hey, give me an interview.
1: Honestly, got to be terrifying being on the <laughs> other end of it. So the people who are interviewed are honestly saints. Like <laughs> they go along with it, and it's crazy. <laughs> So in other news, we
3: just found some more data-mined information that will be in-game in 8.1.5, and this one is in relations to
1: the novel by Golden, the Before the Storm. So I know that we're normally a pretty spoiler-heavy show, but this is your fair warning. If you do not want spoilers on story beats from Before the Storm this is your chance to get the hell out of here and run
2: <laughs> it's it's a good one please go read the book and then yes. i guess doubled back and listen to this second half of the episode i mean or i d- guess
1: if not maybe this will make you want to read the book but mm-hmm. anyway here we go beep, 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 beep. we have information about everyone's favorite gnome and goblin couple oh so we're talking about Safi and
3: grizzik like fucking finally really pulling for those kids. I'm... Yeah. They,
2: they we do, we haven't known anything about them other than they may or may not have blown up for months.
1: Like I. oh my god, the fact that they're even there is crazy.
3: So anyways, it's been data mined that at least the Alliance are getting a quest. Well, we assume that there is going to be a Horde version, but the only part that's been data mined so far is the Alliance version. So what's going to happen is Kelsey, as mentioned in last week's episode, you know, the champion that you have on your boat, she is going to give you a quest where you have to go and find her long-lost friend, Safi. Hmm. So she sends you on this quest to go find Safi, and you go to, what region was it that they were last seen it in the explosion?
2: Um, it was... Teneris. What's it called? Um, right? Yeah, Teneris.
3: Yeah, so you go back there, and then you find, like, remnant pieces of feathers. You know, the bird that they built together? The love bird. Yeah, so you piecemeal this bird back together, and then you'll use it to um, locate Safi, because I guess it has a... a a tracker to find its way back to her so you use it and then you find the two of them and they are like in a hideout and I guess after the explosion we're hiding because um Gallywix would obviously be wanting to try to locate the two of them and his goons are like eternally searching for them so you know they were really worried when the alliance character and i assume there's a horde version too um find find them and they freak out they're like oh well how did you find us and then you know obviously you have feathers with them and then basically at the end of the quest they're like how about we just pretend this never happened and you can have feathers so you actually get feathers as a a a battle pet
1: hell yes The fact that we're even getting, like, full story beats... Because normally, like, I feel like book characters don't make it into the game. Like, when Jane is... The only only other one I can think of is Vol'jin's good
2: human friend from Shadows of the Horde. Or Shadows of Vol'jin, that Pandaria era book. But even he was tucked in the mountains and he turns at you and he's like... I'm not impressive. Don't talk to me. Yeah,
1: like they'll make it in, but it will be so small. Like, like they put in um, Jaina's gnome apprentice. Oh, God, Kinsey—that her name?
2: Kin, yeah,
1: Kindy Sparklehole. Kennedy. Whistle. Kennedy. Like she's not in the game. K- Kennedy. But her her father will light the lanterns in Dalaran, like in honor of her, like he did in the book. But this, I think, it's probably one of the first, and if not, it's a pretty fucking major book story beat to make it into the game like it's it's nuts which I think is telling Mm -hmm. because I think this is the one of
3: the first times when it's overlapping when Golden is writing the books and also writing the storylines in World of Warcraft because I know she was signed on to actually help with that so so I think this is like the first time that we're actually kidding up to maybe where we were like there are things that she's written in game which I think is cool and it's probably meaning that good things are you know, to come.
2: It's it's definitely an easier way to handle even minor parts of your story beat if it's the same author or set of authors working with it, instead of like knack R- attack coming back and he's like, Oh, well, I guess I'm gonna filter your character if that is that okay? And he has no understanding of what the characters are. Not that Richard Knack is bad, he's just the one other wow author i could think of
1: people shit on him but, but i think i need to read his books to give his books a fair shake because i haven't read them because i've heard that they're shit so like i don't really have my own opinion on them which is a weird area to be in but wolf was just for what
2: it was marketed as it was not <laughs> Oof. you 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 roll in as with varian in the story of the worgen but guess who's really important in both those people's lives Malfurion it's a Malfurion story
1: oh you know what that's fine I'm cool with that I was not but so do you guys think Malfurion rules do you guys think that this is an indication that they're going to be leading the tinker class into succession I would only
3: hope so and assume so and know so (laughs)
2: <laughs> it is no longer me justicating if it will happen it's me predicting the future it's gonna happen hashtag tinker class
1: i think one of the tinkerer tinker t- tinkerers I think one of the best parts I think
2: I think Tinker is a racial slur. Oh, no, it's not. Whoa. No. I, I I it's it's like gypsy in Ireland.
1: Oh, no. No. It's... So I
2: think you I think we have to make sure to call them Tinkerers every <laughs> No, time. it's
1: Tinkerers. But I think one of the coolest things to come out of this other than the fact that we're getting beloved book characters in our in our wow is that along with Feathers, the little battle pet there's also been data mined a mechanical parrot mount that looks identical to feathers, if it was like feathers like of evolved evolution in Pokemon. Like it's this beautiful big golden and silver mechanical parrot that I need to have. Apparently this bird was shown it was shown during the Wow what what what's next panel at BlizzCon? Like we were at BlizzCon. I don't remember that. Do you remember that immune?
3: No, I do not remember this slide at all. Although, they may have just shown it, but not said that it had anything to do
1: with Safi and um Grizzik. I think you're right. I think you just said flying. That also may have been about three or four Starcraft beers in. So who knows what we actually remembered from that <laughs> What's Next panel.
2: Who knows what you actually saw that day. God knows, I had work. I had the virtual ticket, but I didn't watch like any of
1: it. <laughs> but yeah, that's exciting. Like I'm, they're gonna be in the fucking game finally. And it sounds like for right now <laughs> it's alliance only because Galloix is trying to hunt them down to you know make them make weapons for them. But I assume the horde are gonna have a quest. It's like, hey, go find this bird and go find these two slaves that i currently own oh god
2: no i just thought what if the alliance quest happens first and then the horde quest you kill them
3: i don't think you can like, kill them although
1: don't say i that.
2: don't know Ga- they can't Gali- wicks would put a hit out on them oh god now i bummed myself out okay doing? okay okay
3: guys so like even if he does that, I feel like the player character finds them and then they bribe your player <laughs> character to not tell anyone by giving you feathers, right? That's that's the way it will happen,
1: hopefully. Ooh, you know, that's a mm-hmm. that's a pretty good I get like theory, it's pretty good. But yeah, hell yeah. Speaking of flying things, have you guys bought the new Mount in the Mount shop yet? Oh, the, uh, the Chinese one is
3: that
2: the
1: Chinese New Year one? Aaron's ready to buy it Son's ready to open his wallet right now And buy that pig mount
2: <laughs> I sure am not
1: <laughs> Yeah It's for the Chinese uh,
2: Do you know what mount is my favorite? The one where the worgen slumps over Ugh, I have very nice mounts Some of which I've earned Some of which people have bought for me And I still just run around on all fours Because <laughs> it's my favorite Yuck.
1: But there is a new pig mount for You're the Pig that actually is kind of cool, and I think I'm going to buy it. But don't tell anybody that I'm buying it. Uh, it's like a cool like little like piggy bank coin stone pig that can fly. So finally, pigs can fly. And people are already <laughs> like, ooh, it's a cash grab from Blizzard. I'm like, it's a mount in the store. Like, If you don't like it, just don't fucking buy it. Like, Also, are these
3: people going to talk about how all of us playing World of Warcraft is a cash grab anyways?
1: They probably are. I don't know. It's just same. Uh, it's it's just dumb. And, like, they have actually made cool mounts in-game that cost gold. Uh, like that that sweet-ass Kroga frog mount. Or uh, that crazy-ass Lightforge suit mount. Like, you can get mounts in-game. They're just going to cost you some gold. I just thought it was worth uh, tagging on there because it's, it's a hot new item. Go out and buy it if you want. Or, I don't know. Don't. Like, Aaron, if you don't want to. That's cool. I probably won't either, but I will acknowledge that it is pretty cool. I think I'm going to buy it today.
2: I think I'm going to buy it. Not... But you know what I would buy for a hot
3: dollar? What would you buy for a hot dollar? Our sexiest NPC
2: of the week, baby! <laughs> <sighs>
1: Should I say... Oh.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <sighs> well, R- R- has finally... <laughs> Growlina has finally bicken, accumulated bicken. enough <laughs> good girl <laughs> points that she can throw her ballot in the box and she's vo- voting for her number one zaddy Gen Greymane
3: Ooh, boy.
2: <laughs> although it it stands to be said and I'd be Growlina already cast her vote but I'm interested in you boys' opinion so he's a sassy, sexy man. Is he better when he's a Gilnean or when he's a Worgen?
1: So I was <laughs> with the minute he was introduced as sexiest NPC of the week. I closed my eyes and I was like, have we ever seen Gen Greymane in human form shirtless? And then I realized, yes, yes, yes we have. And those big pepperoni nips, they're there. They <laughs> exist. And God damn it, they're sexy.
3: Wait, refresh my and our listeners' memories. Where do we see these nips? So I can promptly Google it. In Stormsong,
2: the final confrontation between oh, him this is when he and Sylvanas. Sylvanas yeah. be- because during Legion, he never wore a shirt when he when he
3: was the Worgen. He also never had a weapon. It's like, come on, Gen Daddy, you
1: like we (laughs) care
3: about you enough to name you sexiest NPC. Like, don't just fight with your claws. Come on, put some armor on. Have a sword or something.
1: Listen, Gen Daddy (laughs) uses
2: form with a sword on his hip sometimes, and I'm like, just keep it when you turn into a war. Listen,
1: he doesn't need weapons. He uses his fists.
2: You know what, Gen Daddy could use though, and I hate to be that guy, Gen Daddy needs to get his old coat back
1: has he not worn that
2: legion era has he not worn that coat no legion era he would go shirtless and i'm like ooh, mm. like the fur bruslin by the way i like organ form better uh the fur bruslin i was like i can get i can get down to clown with that then beginning of bfa he had a really cool naval jacket equal to the one he wears like when he's a Gilnean. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. And I I read, like, uh, Gen's going to lead you in the attack on a Taldazar. And I'm like, hell yeah. I show up. This boy is in his best tucked in tuxedo shirt, like sage green. I'm like, Gen, baby, what are you doing? You had a cool coat.
0: Where's your coat?
3: I mean, maybe he he, just doesn't want to have to dry clean it after we take a Taldazar. Like, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I,
0: be- I had a nice coat And I'm
2: not gonna ruin it in your blood Rastakhan Also give me your daughter
1: <laughs> Oh no
3: I mean I oh Actually maybe this is what Gunn actually said Because you know he is looking For an eligible or <laughs> Eligible like Bachelor, bachelorette for his daughter, so... Give
2: me Talanji's skeleton hand, and Anduin will put a ring
1: on it. I was just thinking, and I'm so sorry, this is a horrible thought, and please, if you don't want to hear this, turn it off right now, because it's not a good thought. But, Gen has a wife, right? Mia Greymane. Yep. Uh, He has a daughter, too. Is he? Is he in human form when they consummate? Could... How does that work as a worgen? Is it? I mean, Gen
2: is one of Gen is one of the punks who goes by.
1: No, she's not. She's Ted, not.
2: No, he is the only great of of the gray man, or of the Gilnean like High Council. Only him and Darius Crowley are worgen. I
1: I I don't. I don't remember. Does the worgen curse pass on genetically, or is it that he was bitten way after he the was, yet kids? He was.
2: He was bitten way after he. Tess was, like, 18 years old when he was bitten. Okay. Because Gen, Darius, they're all bitten the same time that the the player character is. Okay, good. Or Gen slightly before.
1: So we can safely assume that Mia and Gen have not had sex since then. And I'll leave it at that. I don't want to think about it anymore because it's weird.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she almost died because he's... Yeah, he, he scooped her up as a worgen, which is interesting, that he would show up as, like, as Gen Daddy and then just leave. But he scooped her up and went through the portal with her, and even though she was like, I could save so many more.
1: Yo, his mustache is hot as fuck, though. That Gen Stash in human form.
2: <laughs> well, human, worgen, somewhere in between, it don't matter, because Gen Daddy is our sexiest NPC of the week.
1: <sighs> your your awards in the mail again. Check it soon, baby. So while we are
3: talking about some sexy things, let's slip on in to our top two toot, toot of the week. Toot, toot. So Aaron, you want to start us off? Um, this
2: week's toot like one after eating a big bowl of chili that your grandmother made Oof. is a very heartfelt toot um recently our friend austin returned to the world of warcraft in the minorest of ways but he was someone that the three of us played with in college we were all roommates and it was really great times and it was really nice to have him back and play with him he bought bfa He's played a little bit with his boyfriend, but he was never really super into it. But even him coming back for
3: just a little bit to hang out with us felt really nice. And it was a nice moment. I mean, and I think he might be back at least temporarily because he was on earlier today leveling again. He loves Mm -hmm. that mage. He's loving his mage life over there. I mean, he just wants in this mage squad that you guys have going on. (laughs) Squad
1: up. So
2: immune. If you had to pick a two toot what was your top two?
3: Let's see, what's my top two of the week? I think my top two of the week has to be along the same lines of what Aaron said, because it's like in the same vein, because we were all playing together with Austin as Aaron said, and I was playing as my warlock, and it was discovering that there is a warlock spec that I like because I feel like I've tried to level a warlock at least two times before and I didn't like it at all so my top toot of the week this week is finding that I like affliction
2: that's a very good toot and I'm once again non-goof I'm glad (laughs) someone is a huge fan of it because I was in your shoes and was less so but I guess different folks for different strokes
1: maybe I just like the dots I don't know has gotta be it. The dots are fun. Sometimes.
3: Okay, okay. Slide, how about you? What's your top two of the week?
1: I got three top toots of the week, but only one is WoW-related. Uh So I guess it's the one that matters. I was really worried about doing Arcane Mage in Mythic Plus Dungeons, because I feel like both other specs are way better than it, because there's no mana loss in between pulls. Whereas Arcane, it's like, oh god, this is a trash pack. I'm out of mana. What do I fucking do? But it actually went a lot better than I thought it would. I ran a bunch of dungeons as Arcane, did a lot of damage, mana wasn't a big of an issue. So I think my top toot for WoW of the week is definitely realizing that Arcane can work in Mythic Plus and that it's not a total wash. My other top toots. Are that PD Piranhas out in Smash Bros. And that also Kingdom Hearts 3 is out, and I love that game so much. <laughs> Those are my it's a,
2: it's a good time for games.
1: Yo, it's a great time for games. And it's been honestly, it's been a really good two years for games. 2018, 2019 have been great years for games so far. It's crazy. So
3: I guess if we are all done tootin'? time to wrap up this here podcast
1: yeah I think we're about done here we touched on a lot of topics talked about some for way longer than we thought we would but that's always good uh, so if you guys have any uh, comments questions complaints come quats come shots send them on over to do not relent pod at gmail.com you can tweet at us at do not relent pod on Twitter. Uh you also, if you're so inclined to leave a review on iTunes, I'll read it on the air, even if it's a one star or a two-star. I don't care. I want some kind of feedback. That'd be great, grand, grandiose. Uh what about you guys? Where can we find you guys out in cyberspace? You can find me, Alex, or immunization. Best
3: on Twitter at new era Alex.
2: You can find me,
3: Aaron the Human, at
2: the Bigga Cheesy on Twitter. And you can find my other World of Warcraft-based podcast I make with my good friend and roommate, Will, at Heroes Callboard on Twitter and iTunes.
1: All right. Uh, that's it for us. We'll see you guys next week. And remember... Another town! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast of the 3HNC Network representing U.S. Prodmore's premier podcasts.
0: That was a very good wish!